Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim. Sarah will not be joining us for our 24 short story countdown in the holiday season because creepy Christmas stories have burned her one too many times. However, we are here to discuss an array of Christmas ghost and folktale stories leading up to Christmas Day. And today we are discussing Banished, which is day... Oh, I didn't put the day. Day 7. And is by Elizabeth McNeil and is in the Winter Spirits, Ghostly Tales for Frosty Nights. Uh, Elizabeth is a British writer and author of the award-winning book, The Doll Factory, which is described as a lush Victorian fiction. As per Banished, it is about a woman, or the plot is, a woman is summoned to the home of Lord Grange to help him with the ghost of his wife that is haunting him. So, Kim, what did you think of this one? I liked this one. I like this one, too. It had a lot more of the more, um, well, again, it comes out of spirits, winter spirits. Yeah. Um, which we tend to, I tend to prefer. I'll stop speaking for you. Um, it had a very strong, the old, almost gothic type mm-hmm. feels to it. Um, oh, no, not even gothic. It was gothic. Okay. We, we had a house. We oh, had the ghost true. of a wife. Yeah. We had yeah. a man. Yeah. We had a woman. Like, there was nothing other than there was no romance to it. It was gothic, but no right. romance. Hallelujah. Well, there was, because he was actually sleeping with the maid. Yeah, But, yeah, you usually, it's the... I know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, But, yeah, no, it was full on yeah. gothic, yeah. and I definitely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that this is based or inspired by a real person. Lord Grange is an actual person. He did... Lose his wife? Shun her off, exile her to an island to let her die. Oh, that's right. That's She right, did, that's in right. fact, write a letter. That's right. Yeah. Except it wasn't a woman after the fact. It was her doctor. He did, like, make it known, and no one did, did anything yep. about it. Yeah. But, you know, that's pretty much how things were done. Yeah. You know, you just sent off to an insane asylum or... Yeah. Or, because you were too emotional. Yeah. Uh, I loved the setting because it was in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to it and I loved the Scottish accent. Oh, did they have a Scottish well, accent? Well, oh, I must have listened to it too. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to it also. Um, and the Scottish accent. Yeah. Like, it was a really enjoyable one to listen to. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think about what to discuss about it. But, like, it was just pretty solid it was it was solid and it wasn't um they didn't oh i don't even know what i'm trying to say it it, it didn't fall in, in into the stereotypes mm-hmm. it it empowered the medium yeah um and she was aware enough that she knew as soon as she approached that house that mm-hmm. she was in trouble mm-hmm. but she needed the work and so yeah. she was gonna do it no matter what because she had a sick mother at home if I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, and so you know, so but it wasn't she wasn't hysterical. She wasn't you know she wasn't wandering around. Nothing. It's one of the things I dislike about gothic is the women tend to kind of wander around, um, kind of ditzy and and un- unsure of what's going on. It's just it's it's the way I perceive how yeah. it's written. And this one didn't have that flavor to it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can get where you're getting at that. And usually it's a younger, naive woman. And it's really funny because, like, one of your favorite books falls into that. 
which is Jane Eyre. Yeah, but she doesn't fall. She doesn't wander around ditzy. She she doesn't. She she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, um, and that's what I say with most of them. Is that a lot of the times it's they don't. Uh, it, it's a thing. And and yes, Jane Eyre is one of my favorite books. That doesn't mean I'm a gothic fan. No, I know, I know. And uh, is is Wuthering Heights gothic? Yes. And I quite enjoy Wuthering Heights too, but not because it's it has that romantic element to it. It's because it's such a tragedy. Yeah. Um, that I like Wuthering Heights. Um, well, that's, that's most gothics is there's an element of tragedy yeah. to it. I mean, another prime example is Rebecca. Um, Which I've never read. Oh, you would love it. Highly recommend it. Um, it takes place along a coastline. Well, maybe we should make Sarah read it because we know how much she loves goth. No, Sarah would absolutely hate it. <laughs> um, Young woman. See, I'm, I'm, I, I can say anything I want because Sarah doesn't listen I to know. these. <laughs> no, for Rebecca, it's a young woman falls in love with a mysterious man in Italy, and then he brings her home after they get married rather quickly. Um, and he had previously been married, and they now live in the house, and she's trying to figure out what exactly happened while also, like, being in love with him and... and having his friends visiting and they won't tell her and then there's the beach and the coast and there's a little house on the coast and i might have read this this sounds really familiar well let me see here because it's by it, i mean it's pretty iconic um and a lot of them replicate this and i'm gonna say it's by Daph um daphne yeah do Dumori? Well, I don't know if it's showing... Maria. I can't ever say it. Yeah. Um, hmm, that It doesn't look familiar to me, but that doesn't mean anything. You know me and my memory. I don't remember the book yeah, that I read yesterday. I mean, it's, it's pretty, like, iconic. Um, which, I mean, as this puts it, a bestseller which has never gone out of print, and it was published in 1938. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway... Oh, you know why you probably know it? Uh, Alfred Hitchcock turned it into a movie in 1940. Oh, okay. So you've probably seen the movie. But yeah, they go to... Oh, maybe it's not Italy. Monte Carlo. They, they meet in Monte Carlo. Okay. Um, It's fantastic. And so yeah, there's just a certain level of like... Women getting stuck in these places. And that that innate sense that women have of like something's off here yeah. something's not being told to me how do i resolve this yes and a certain level of have i actually fallen in love with someone i should not yeah yeah so and, that's rebecca that's not the story that we're actually here to talk about but this one does have that as well because there we do have that element where the lady, the ghost, because what I liked is that not only did we have the first narrator, it then switched over to the ghost narrating. Yeah, yeah. And we did get that, I fell in love with someone, and he was okay with marrying me, because even though I was the daughter of a murderer. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I thought this was great, this was fantastic, then we started having children, his eye wandered, and then every sweet thing he had ever said to me... He turned around and used against me. Yep, yep. Um, and I can I, that I can relate to. I've known people where what they used to say to me as what they liked about me, they then turned around and used against me to hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, that's pretty standard of any relationship falling what, out. Once, yeah, once the relationship falls apart, once the, the, the as they say, the rose is off, the blush is off the bloom or whatever, once that, then you tend to get irritated and start to say things you shouldn't say and, and, and abuse, abuse the, the intimacy that existed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked the way our protagonist and the ghost mm-hmm. came to work together. Yes. And, and the protagonist going, cause we have such stereotypes when it comes to ghosts and I'm mm-hmm. doing ghosts in, in air quotes, air quotes yeah. and being somebody that loves all of these stupid shows where they go and do haunt uh, huntings you know ghost hunting Hunting and and all that kind of stuff yeah and and it's just like there's such an antagonism with ghosts in those things where you call them out and you you know you say things it's just like why is this necessary you know why do you not work with and you know the one i like is um is actually ghost hunters Murphy, murphy do not oh do the the fan yeah i'll look at the fan they don't do it yeah, but if any of them would, it would be him. It would be him. Bless <laughs> anyway, his freaking soul. Anyway, so I like that there. That was that level. Is that she went into this with? Yes, I have, I have a a ghost I'm dealing yeah. with, but I I've got to do something to work with this ghost. Yeah. And it seemed that that was always her take mm-hmm. on how she was going into these situations. Is I've got to figure out what this ghost wants or needs, and um. And then figure out a way to provide that because then they move on. Then yeah. Then we don't have that problem anymore. I don't know that this ghost would ever move on. I don't think it comes to that resolution. Well, I mean, it comes down to the fact that she discovers that the, oh, he's making me nervous. Murphy. He's just watching the the, the, the shadows. He's fine. They're, he's not going to jump on it. It's moving. He would okay. be insane to jump on it, and oh, he'll just fall in your lap. It won't. It won't hurt much. It won't hurt him at all. Hurt. He would. <laughs> anyway, we're Sorry. recording. Focus. Um. Well, I mean, there was the fact that the ghost swapped her own herbs to poison yeah. her husband. I loved that element. Is is she handled it nicely with trying to help the ghost? She even, you know, was. Tried to give some you monster comfort to the Lord. <laughs> no, I can't put my back to No, this. you can't. You riled him up. Anyway. Um, and the ghost swapped it so that he got murdered. So, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get smacked. No, he smelled you. Oh, did he? Yeah. I'm nervous to put my face over there. Now I'm gonna get smacked. Anyway. Yeah, you you keep it. Okay, anyway, <gasps> I got him down here so you would stop being I know, nervous. I know, but now you're too busy focusing on him because you're worried he's going to, like, jump you. Well, there's more chance of that happening than of him jumping on the fan. That's just facts. That's just facts. Listen, I am around this cat a lot. So am I. He yeah. does not always make wise decisions. No. Well, he's the sweetest thing ever, but... Anyway. But yeah, so that's that's my feelings on it. I don't know what else to say. It's it's good. I recommend reading it. Is it going to be one you go back to? Well, it's in this. It's in Spirits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. I think we've determined I intend to read Spirits every year. I have noticed that. Now 
Okay. Well, on that note, our intro and outro music is by Howard Harper Barnes and is called A Snowflake's Tale from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcast. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow with the next short story. Thank you.